Hello, everybody. Cal Banning here. And man, oh man, let me tell you, these are stressful times, but there's a way out. In this video, I'm going to talk about some of the stressors. I'm going to talk about the fear stressometer. That's right, a stressometer. We're talking about how to work with that and how to get things under control for you and your clients. So why are people so stressed? Well, gosh, there's a lot of reasons, especially right now. We've got family stress. We've got work stress. We've got environmental stress. We've got economy stress, political stress, news stress. There's all kinds of stress going on. It's unavoidable. But some people are stressed way beyond what they need to be stressed. And I'm going to tell you why. There is this thing I call emotional resonance. Now, first of all, I got to let you know, stress is chronic fear. That's the main thing that it is, chronic fear. And what happens is things come and go in your life. But if you've got strong emotional resonance, then you feel it all the time. And when something now happens, your stressometer goes wham like that. All right, so let me get into it. So emotional resonance. I want you to think about it. If I had a piano over there on that side of the room and I had a guitar over on that side of the room and if I tuned them so they were in tune and I went over to the piano and hit the A note, the A key on that piano with sufficient force, bong, what would happen is the sound waves would go through the air and the A string on the guitar would actually start to resonate. It would start to vibrate. If it was plugged into an amp, you'd hear feedback and all kinds of noise. Okay, so that's resonance. The guitar is resonating with the note from the piano. The same thing works with, um, let's say, radio stations, AM, FM. What happens is they send out a carrier signal, a certain vibration, electromagnetic uh, vibration that goes through the air. And then what you, instead of tuning a guitar, you tune in the channel by varying uh, the resistance or capacitance of the circuit in the tuner. And then that signal comes in and it has an amplifier in there and you can hear the news or the music or whatever it is. The reason I give those two examples is because I want you to realize resonance is real. It's physical, it's electrical, we are physical and electrical. So if we have energy over here and we are in tune with that energy, it can resonate over here. All right, so what's that got to do with you and me and feeling too mad, too sad, too fearful and overreacting in situations? Okay, everybody has a buildup of emotional resonance. Times in your past, when something bad happened that didn't feel good, it either made you afraid or it made you angry or it made you feel guilty or sad. And that stuff tends to build up inside of the brain and in the nervous system and even in body tissues. That's a conscious mind, subconscious mind, and unconscious mind. So what happens is when something happens now that makes you feel like you felt in the past, the similarity of those two situations puts them in tune. And that anger from the past resonates into now and boom, you become too angry or too sad or too mad. 
So what does this do? This causes you to feel too much emotion for the situation. So I want to remind you that stress is fear. It's a fear that's based on, oh, maybe something bad's going to happen or some version of that. Like maybe I don't have enough resources. Maybe I don't have enough skills. Maybe uh, my job is going to change. Maybe, maybe, maybe all that stuff. Or in the worst case, oh my gosh, I, something significantly terrible has happened and now more things are going to happen. Oh, your stressometer starts going like that. And it can cause you to become disabled by all that stress. There is an answer to it. And I know, I know I'm mainly talking to hypnotists now. So you're going to resonate in a very positive way with some of the solutions I'm going to give you. Before I get into that, I want to talk about the fear stress meter Okay. So there's this meter that I just made up. And it's got two ranges. It just doesn't go from low to high. It goes from this level to this level. They're both stress or fear because you can't get rid of all stress, at least not for very long. I mean, maybe you could, you know, have a hot bubble bath and feel good for a little while, but then you got to get out of the tub and it all starts hitting you again, right? So the deal is there is good stress and bad stress. Over here, we're going to talk about good stress. And then we're going to talk about bad stress. This could also be talking about good fear and bad fear. Now in science, there was this researcher and he named good stress, and I'm afraid I can't make a citation off the top of my head, eustress. Now eustress, like the word euphemism. Okay, like euphemism is a good way of saying something that maybe isn't so good. Okay, eustress is the good side of stress, the good side of fear. So on this part of our meter, we've got eustress. And then over here on this side of the meter, we've got distress. Distress is different than eustress. Are you taking notes? <laughs> because eustress is positive and distress is negative. Now they both don't feel good, okay? They're both a kind of fear. Eustress though, is a very manageable level of fear. This is the fear or stress that motivates us to do the things we need to do in life. Oh, speaking of gauges, you know, the gas tank gauge starts getting low and you start feeling a little bit of worry about maybe I'm gonna run out of gas or I'm not gonna have gas. And that kind of stress is good. It causes you to find, you know, a good gas station nearby, fill up and then, ah, oh, you feel so good when you get that tank full again. Now, tanks are different from eustress and distress because your gas tank can empty, but I don't think you can ever get rid of stress, at least not 100% completely forever. Now, so hang in with me just a second. So we've got eustress. Eustress is good. That is stress that's there to motivate you to do the sometimes difficult things you need to do to do things that make you successful, that make you safe, that make you secure. All right. Now, for example, a really, really good student, once that student gets assigned a homework assignment, will feel a little bit of eustress. Eustress is, oh boy, I better get that done. And they'll plan out a way to get that done in an excellent way. 
Okay. Now, over time, that exam or homework gets closer and closer, and the stress begins to rise and rise and rise. And the more we're over here, the more quality work we can do, use stress. But as we start to wait and procrastinate, then we go over here to distress. Distress, remember this, is disabling. So this is the person that's trying to study at midnight, the time before the exam is eight o'clock in the morning, and they're so stressed, they can't even concentrate. They can't remember anything. So we've gone from eustress to distress. Where we want to say is, okay, I can't manage all my stress, but I want to stay in the good stress level as much as I can. And this can be very, very, almost no stress at all. It can feel kind of exciting sometimes. Like some human beings seek out eustress. For example, when we do sports, the sports can be kind of stressful. I might win, I might lose, but we thrive by being competitive. So we can uh, take on challenges in life that are positive. Like, hey, I think I'm gonna go run a mile or six miles or 10 miles or 20 miles. In the beginning, it can be very stressful because you know, maybe you don't know what you're doing and you've got all the studying and then there's gonna be a, a date where you've made a commitment and that's stressful, but that's you stress. It's there to motivate you to do the sometimes difficult things you need to do to make achievements in your life. So stress can be very, very important and very, very good as long as we keep it over in you stress. Now, but distress, that's the stress that causes by, caused by catastrophes, is caused by procrastination, and is caused by, now here, drum roll, emotional resonance. The problem with emotional resonance is if you have a lot of fear built up in your past, that cascades into the moment. And the good kind of stress, you get all that stress from the past and it starts moving it over, over, over until it goes all the way over to distress. And so what happens is even normal everyday problems can be distressing. And then when you have situations like, like now with the economy and things being uncertain to whatever degree you're experiencing it. And then of course, there's family things that can happen, work things that can happen, all of these things that might've been in this range over here. Oh, that, that needle just starts pounding in the distress and it disables you to really function anywhere near the level you want to. And besides, it feels bad. It feels really bad. It's not the quality of life you want. So what do you do about it? All right. So one of the things you can do, now this is you could go see a five-path hypnotist. Or even better yet, you could get five-path hypnosis certification. And in the five-path certification course that I teach, you're going to learn about the secret language of feelings. You're going to learn about eustress, distress, and you're going to learn about age regression work where we can use that emotional resonance. You can get someone in, in hypnosis and then say, now that you're starting to feel that feeling that you don't like, that fear, that stress. And then we can use that emotional resonance using a technique I call the time tunneling technique, where you actually turn that into a tunnel and they can go back and look at those old events using the adult mind, knowing hindsight. Oh, this is so good because you can go back and look at those things in the pleasant, comfortable state of hypnosis and 
evaluate them objectively. Like, for example, you know, did that those things didn't kill you. You got to grow up. You get to look at things from a grown-up perspective, whether if it happened to you as a child, and just relieve so much of the erroneous beliefs and fear of childhood so that it's not in there anymore to resonate. So that's one way, the time tunneling technique. One way you can learn the time tunneling technique is go through my certification course. Another really cool way is, now that my next one's in January. Let me see when that is. My next online class and on-site class, live class at my center is January 21st through 27th. Register now. The earlier you register, the more likely you're going to be able to get an early registration discount. In there, you're going to get five paths, which includes the time tunneling technique I just talked about. You're going to learn seven paths. I have the opportunity to become a seven path teacher in that class. And what you're going to do is you're going to be able to help students and yourself maybe even more importantly, yourself, to undo that stuff in the subconscious mind and in the body functions so you can relieve that stress, relieve that old fear in the privacy of your own mind, not having to talk about it, not needing anyone to hear all that stuff. You don't even have to revisit it. It'll just go in and neutralize it because seven path self-hypnosis is the very first antivirus software for the human mind. You don't have to tell anybody about your past. You don't have to revisit it. I'm going to teach you how to do that in class. All right. So speaking of the time tunneling technique, I've also been invited to do a talk at the National Guild of Hypnotists Solid Gold Weekend in Las Vegas. And those dates are the 24 to 25, 2024. That's right, in Las Vegas. And I'm going to do, I think it's a three and a half hour deep dive training in how to do the time tunneling technique. I'm going to teach you how to do it on clients. I'm going to teach you how to use it as an instant induction for age regressions. And, and here's the big thing, why they call me back to do this all the time. I'm going to do a group time tunnel and everybody there, you will have the opportunity to sit down and experience in the privacy of your own mind, an actual age regression. And it's going to be something, I'll tell you, I just did that in the National Guild Hypnotist Convention this year, and it was an amazing blowout success. Everybody loved it. And then also, we've got, speaking of the National Guild of Hypnotists, on August 9th through 11th, I expect that I'm going to be there again. I've been invited to speak there again, and I'm thinking I'm going to do a two-hour time tunneling technique class because it was such a amazing success last time everybody gave it like five stars out of five stars and i'm also going to talk about five path an introduction to five path and i haven't asked them yet but i think they'll let me do it i want to do like a one hour free workshop on the secret language of feelings oh that's the language that was never meant to be secret so there you go what do you think? Leave a comment. I'd love to hear back from you. If you're watching me on YouTube or something, give me a like, give me a share. Let's get this word out to as many people as we can. Let's dump the stress. Let people learn about new stress, distress, emotional resonance, and all of that kind of stuff. So please like, subscribe, and share. That's what they always say because it's a good idea. That's it. Cal Banyan.
signing off.